So hello, uh, my name is Antoine Dinswan and one of the two chief editors of the uh, of the European Respite Journal. And uh, for this month, that is to say for May uh, 2012, we have um, a very interesting topic to discuss and uh, we also have uh, the chance to have uh, Professor Tobias Welter. Uh, Tobias Welter is the um, professor and head of the uh, pulmonary medicine department Department in the University of Hanover in Germany, and uh, this month Tobias is going to comment uh, for us uh, the role of adrenomedulin in as a biomarker in community acquired pneumonia, and uh, more specifically the paper from um, the uh, colleague in in Spain. So Tobias, um, what what is uh, what are the main ideas uh, that we can uh, learn from uh, this? Um, the paper. Thank you, Antoine, for the kind invitation. So let me start to put the discussion about biomarkers into a broader sense in terms of guiding treatment in community-acquired pneumonia. So as you may know, Biomarkers are used in uh, regard to community-acquired pneumonia for several uh, decisions. And uh, one is for risk stratification of patients with community-acquired pneumonia. And the other important topic is to guide uh, antibiotic treatment, the so-called antibiotic stewardship. Though this paper primarily deals with the property of using a new biomarker, adrenomedaline, for risk stratification in patients with community-acquired pneumonia. As you know, we had used a number of biomarkers in the past, as it is C-reactive protein, white cell blood count, procalcitonin, and others, for stratification, and as had been shown from a number of groups, mainly Beat Müller's group in Switzerland and my own group, procalcitonin using a level of 0.25 nanogram per milliliter was superior in predicting complications and worse outcome in patients with CUP. The disadvantage of procalcitonin looking to all studies published was that it was a good marker to predict short-term mortality. However, uh, the usefulness of these marker um, to look to long-term complications of patients with community-acquired pneumonia was low. And long-term consequences of these disease are one of the most important issues in the future. Then what we learned in the past is if you are a patient suffering from community-acquired pneumonia, this will affect your short-term uh, mortality in regard to the infectious disease. But in addition... Uh, if you are a patient with comorbidities and most of the patients with community-acquired pneumonia are elderly and suffer from comorbidities, the pneumonia will deteriorate 
your status in terms of the comorbidity and this will increase the long-term mortality not from the infectious disease itself but uh, mainly from the deterioration of the comorbidity. This has been shown for example for patients with heart failure and also for patients with structural lung disease mainly for chronic obstructive lung disease COPD. Adrenomedoline now is a marker which has several properties. On the one hand side, it is a marker who is, in addition to its properties to detect infectious disease and mainly the infectious disease in the lung, it is possible to monitor cardiac function with adrenomedoline. It is a cardiovascular marker. On the other hand side, it is a marker of endothelial integrity and therefore a marker of uh, sepsis and septic shock by measuring um, uh, cardiovascular uh, permeability. Adrenomedaline in this sense has two major advantages. It is monitoring short-term mortality by detecting uh, the development of the pneumonia into sepsis and septic shock very early. And on the other hand side, it's monitoring long-term mortality by uh, detecting cardiac dysfunction and mainly uh, acute on chronic cardiac disease. What has been shown in the paper by uh, the Spanish colleagues is that uh, in comparison to the well-known markers I talked about before, adrenomedoline is a better marker uh, of uh, short-term mortality and uh, in addition of long-term mortality. What are the consequences in clinical practice? So... If you find a marker which predicts complications and uh, outcome better than the markers used now, this could guide management of community-acquired pneumonia and mainly the setting of the care of the patients in clinical practice. Higher trinometaline levels mean you need a more intense treatment on an observational unit with a broader spectrum antibiotic uh, treatment regimen, for example, a better lactam-macrolide combination. Higher adrenomedoline levels also mean that if the patient is discharged from the hospital after resolving from the pneumonia, a more intense follow-up in terms of cardiovascular morbidity is necessary, and these patients have to be controlled by their general physicians more often uh, than in patients with normal adrenomedoline levels. In my feeling and what I expect for the future, adrenomedoline will be superior to the markers used in our days and it could be that this is a marker for the future uh, which could be introduced in clinical practice to guide management in several ways. 
Well, uh, thank you very much, Tobias. I think that it is very interesting. What what I uh, I've learned from from your commentary is, uh, um, uh, of course, measuring adrenomedelin will be uh, very useful in 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 practical uh, uh, terms in in clinical practice. But beyond the uh, what we can what we can learn from from for the practice, uh, I I have also learned that um, you know as other diseases such as chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, the uh, community-acquired pneumonia is, of course, a, an inf- infectious disease, but it is more complex than pure and mere uh, disease due to I- infectious agents, as it can cause uh, many dysfunction, and uh, including cardiac dysfunction, as you have very rightly uh, underlined. And uh, finding a, a, a biomarker that can be uh, that can predict the long-term outcome of the infectious disease and also of the uh, uh, complications is, of course, very very important. And Hopefully, the uh, the one that we have discussed today, uh, that is to say, adrenomedelin, will will be uh, will be this biomarker that will help the the physicians uh, looking after the patients, uh, being able to to predict long-term outcome of this of uh, of, of of this disease. Is, is that is that right? Yes, I I agree in total, and I think. What is in a way a paradigm shift is that we were aware that uh, community-acquired pneumonia is an infectious disease uh, with a high mortality, mainly in elderlies, but now we recognize it in another way. So it's a serious disease itself with a high mortality, but it is also a driver of deterioration of um, chronic diseases and the most important ones are chronic heart failure, COPD, chronic renal failure, liver cirrhosis and some of the neurological diseases. And uh, if you suffer from a pneumonia episode, there is an increase in inflammation and an uh, activation of the coagulation cascade and this is the main reason uh, for these deteriorations of the comorbidities. And what the consequence for the future is, we have to look more seriously uh, to pneumonia and other kind of severe infectious diseases in regard to the long-term consequences and should not see it only as an acute disease uh, which could be overcome by a simple antibiotic treatment. Well, and thank you very much, Tobias. And just to conclude, I think that this paper is very typical of the papers that we want and we like to publish in the European Respiratory Journal. That is to say, papers that will uh, give us some very practical information, but also uh, new insights into the physiopathology of complex disease. And uh, we are very fortunate to have this paper published in this month of the journal. And we thank uh, uh, Professor Tobias Welter for uh, his uh, very enlightening uh, comments on this work. Thank you, Tobias. It, w- it was Antoine Dinswan and Tobias Walter commenting on the paper uh, that will be published in the ERJ May issue. Thank you, Antoine. It was a pleasure. Thank you.